This episode of the Case for Safety podcast is sponsored by Safety 2022. Welcome to the Case for Safety podcast. Our conversations with safety experts aim to share ideas and insights you can use to help your organization benefit from efforts to improve worker safety and health. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. In recent years, podcasts like this one have become an increasingly popular tool for providing safety and health education. Joining me today is a fellow podcaster who is using his show to help educate listeners about safety and health issues in the healthcare industry. I'm very happy to welcome to the show, Corey Warden. Corey is administrator of ASSP's Healthcare Practice Specialty and host of its Health Beat podcast. Corey, welcome. It's great to be talking to you today. Likewise. Thank you. I appreciate the invitation. Always happy to talk. Thank you. Glad to be talking to you. So as I, as I just mentioned there, you're not only the administrator of the healthcare practice, especially, but also the host of its Health Beat podcast. And when talking about podcasting as a safety and health education tool, how did, how did you come to it? How did that come about that you decided to do a podcast? And what were you hoping to accomplish with your show? Well, you know, with the healthcare practice specialty, one of our biggest concerns has always been that we're a pretty small group that comes from several reasons. It's the, the major reason is that the healthcare industry in general has only recently, and when, when I say recently, I mean the last 20 years, has only recently really begun to bring in safety professionals. Uh, historically, the healthcare industry has had nurses, you know, clinicians, uh, RNs, and, and nursing leaders that have looked into safety. And then they've also had people that work in patient safety, which is interestingly a different career field, very similar in a lot of ways. But if you're talking to somebody about an educational program or a a line of profession, a line of work, that they actually, they consider that different. So you have patient safety, then you have your infection preventionist, and that's a different line of work in a hospital. And so between these different groups. Oh, and also you have your facilities engineering, which also deal with life safety and fire safety and all of those issues. So between those groups, only in the last 20 years or so have hospitals and and health organizations really begun to bring in safety professionals in the way that we, the way that we work. And so as our practice specialty has expanded, one of our, our chief concerns has been number one, how do we link up with the the rarefied few of us that are working in healthcare safety. And then number two is how do we create content and resources and different forums to not only engage with, with our peers, but to also put out best practices and, and usable helpful resources and, and things of that nature. And then of course, number three is how do we advocate for the field of healthcare safety, knowing that, and I don't mean this as a, as a diss at all, but there's just a there's a lot of people in healthcare that are still they're still learning what it is that goes on and you know in safety management and a safety management system and and the kind of work that we do because historically it's been done in the in the clinical context and so as we've been working on this we started with we had our health beat publication which has been going on for a long time and as ASSP made some changes 
the publications for the practice specialties were were no longer being done by ASSP. And so we were able to get the permission to pick that back up if we if we published it. And so we took that on first and we started writing and, and collecting publications and putting together the publication ourselves, more like a I guess the word is like desktop publishing. We we figured out how to publish a newsletter. So we started doing that. And then we were also doing a lot of webinars. So we increased our webinars exponentially. We started doing almost one a month. And we did that as a means to get out a lot of information, not only with best practices, but also with emerging issues. For example, we did one of the very first sessions on COVID-19 really early in the pandemic. And so as we've been working on all that, then we were also talking to a lot of subject matter experts and people that we know and people that we work with, not only in the healthcare industry, but also people in the public sector and ergonomics and industrial hygiene and all the different practice specialties. So as we were doing that, then we thought during our advisory board, we said, okay, well, we know that the webinars are getting really good participation, but People have to be sitting at a computer or at least sitting still, you know, to look at a phone or whatnot. And we said the publication is great, but it's a it's a different a different way of communicating, you know, for people to sit down and read an article, you know, especially a, a longer article or whatnot. And also people have to find the time to do it and to, you know, digest it and, and understand it. And so we thought, well, this is actually one of our advisory board members, I, I'm drawing a blank, but I think it was Holly Bolin. And she had said, you know, I listen to podcasts almost every day when I'm driving to and from work. And I can do that, you know, without having to worry about distracted driving or without having to cut time out of my work day to, to focus on it or whatnot. And I'm not, I don't have to do it at home when my kids are vying for my attention. And so we thought, well, heck, that's a really good idea, you know, because we're already doing webinars. So if we have the same the same type of content, but in a format people can listen to in their car or on their iPad or iPod or, you know, whatever is cool these days. I'm, I'm not, I'm not cool, but uh, we said, well, we can, we can do that. And so we were able to kind of tinker with it and we recorded it through a, you know, a conference call. And then we were able to figure out how to produce it and how to get it online and, then as we were doing that, we thought, well, you know, there's a lot of questions that we get on the ASSP communities and from people that email us and whatnot in a LinkedIn where people are interested in things like how did this person, you know, how did they get from wherever they started to what they're doing now? You know, how did their career transpire and how did they find themselves in healthcare? And, and a lot of people were interested in that. They thought, well, you know, I would like to hear about what is it that you did that got you to where you're at? So I can learn from that, you know? And so we thought, well, that gives us another avenue is we can do podcasting with the same intention as we do the webinars where it's very educational in nature and it covers a topic or a hazard or, or a threat or whatnot. But we can also do these human interest stories where we're going to talk to people about their careers and about their life and what got them going and how they've been able to kind of navigate the field. And so as we started doing that, it really opened up a lot more doors where we thought, well, there's, you know, an endless number of topics as far as different programs and hazards and 
different professional topics, but then there's also all these people that we know all over the world that are willing to share. You know, they're willing to tell us about what they've learned over the years and things that they don't want other people to do because it didn't work out for them, you know, and things like that. And so we've, we've had a really good amount of success with that. You know, we've had people that have been able to get on panels and they've been able to talk about best practices with different areas like needle stick prevention and respiratory protection. And we've had people that have, you know, sat down and talked about their life story and their careers. We've had people that have talked about the people and the books and the music and the things that inspire them. And we've had people that have talked about their education and what it took to get a doctorate and all, all kinds of really good stuff. So we've been very happy about it, it as a, as a way to get, information to you know to our audience and and then some you know we 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 feel like it's it's really been a good win definitely that's great diving into you know how you're putting together each episode is you kind of decide on on a topic and then think about who in your network would be good to talk about that or just people you know that have interesting stories what's your you know your your process for developing episodes and deciding on you know potential guests to come on your show the, the first thing is that we'll talk at our advisory board, which happens every other month, and we'll talk about these different different professional topics that we feel like we need to provide resources on. So, for example, we just had our meeting this week, as a matter of fact, and one of the topics we were talking about is how roadway safety is, is discussed quite frequently in the, in the safety community as a whole. But in the healthcare community, in many cases, it gets overlooked because people will think, well, you know, if you're talking about a healthcare worker, they'll drive to work and they park and they go into work. So if they can drive to work safely and drive home safely, then we're good. But in reality, we have home health nurses. We have people that transport hazardous materials. We have all different kinds of people that, that drive. And so there's a lot of variables with that. So we're going we're gonna to be putting together a webinar panel and also a podcast panel on that topic. Um, so that's the first thing we do. We try to keep it you know, very relevant. So we have that going on where we'll get the advisory board together. And then we also take feedback. So we do a, at least one open call each year where we have a Zoom call and we'll talk to our members in kind of like a town hall. And we'll take feedback there. And that always gives us a lot of good information, not only with things that people would like to see, but in a lot of cases, people will volunteer to go on the podcast. And then we've also had a lot of situations where one of our advisory board members or somebody will just have one of those light bulb moments and we'll go, wow, you know, we should cover that. Uh, but then we'll also have times where something will happen and it'll, it'll trigger an episode. Uh, for example, in, in November of last year, uh, sadly, you know, there was the, the Astro World Music Festival tragedy and, so with that one, we were talking about that and we thought, well, you know, it's not necessarily related to healthcare workers, except for the EMS that was on scene there. But there was a lot of healthcare workers in that audience that were there to have fun and watch the music and didn't expect it to become a mass casualty incident. And so we thought, well, that could be a value to talk about what safety protocols go into a large event like that and what to watch out for and what transpires if there were to be a catastrophic incident or something of that nature. So we, we went down that road and we, we did an episode 
about that situation. Not necessarily a incident analysis, but we talked about events and protocols that go into events and things of that nature. So that, that's typically how we go about it. And then, of course, also is any of those things, we can look at the people that are involved and we can talk about, if they're willing, we can talk about their their career and, and their journey. And then that also opens up a, 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 you know, a whole different conversation, which is equally beneficial. So usually, you know, once we kind of open up that Pandora's box, it, it, we can find a pretty good, pretty good journey from that point. Sure. And that's, that's a really good segue into, into my next question. You, you touched on this a little bit there. And at the beginning, when you talk about how you started with the newsletter and, you know, that kind of evolved into doing the podcast. How how has the, the the podcast you know helped open doors for you to you know better educate your listeners about safety and health in the healthcare industry? Is it kind of the example you gave there? You can do more kind of in the moment things, things that might be in the news at the time. You know how how, how do you think this has helped the healthcare practice specialty better educate its own members and you know reach reach a broader audience in in the healthcare community? Well, I think that the the first thing is that we always try to keep our ear to the ground as far as what our what our members and our and our audience would would like to have information about you know and there's always kind of like with any industry you know there's always the the list of the topics that are either the the incident trends or the most cited OSHA violations or things of that nature and with healthcare it's it's a little different because in a lot of cases, the hazards that are on that list are often not applicable or, or less applicable to industries like manufacturing or, or oil, oil and gas. So they don't tend to be on the list of the you know, OSHA violations and whatnot, but they're, they're, they can be potentially devastating at a, at a healthcare organization. So we have things like needle stick and sharps injury prevention. Um, we have workplace violence, which is you know, very relevant to any industry, but we have it in a kind of an expanded context because we, we have a lot of patient care related workplace violence or whatnot. And then of course we have slip trip falls in a more, again, more of an expanded context because in a, in a hospital, the floors are constantly being cleaned. You know, so there's 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 constantly the potential for a slip, and we also have potential for patient falls with patient mobility. So there's a lot of these different things that our 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 audience is is always interested in knowing more about, and it's also it, it's always an opportunity because not only can we provide information, but if we talk to three or four different safety pros in three or four different healthcare organizations we might get three or four different best practices. So there's a lot of opportunity there to talk about different ways that we can continue to build safe work practices and, and safe work conditions. And then as far as, you know, as far as the um, individual stories, that's, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier is that we have a lot of, a lot of questions that come in where either people will ask, you know, how did you get into healthcare? How can I get into healthcare? What what type of certifications should I get? You know, is there a particular point of contact at the at the local health system I should reach out to? And and then we'll also get questions about, 
you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm in the field and I'm trying to figure out how to break through these barriers. You know, how do I, how do I get through to my, my C, my CEO or CNO or whatnot. And so just hearing people's different experiences can be, can be really informative. The one thing that we do watch out for though, and we're very, very transparent about this when we talk to people is that we want to make sure that nobody's uncomfortable. So we don't talk about any, you know, incidents. We don't talk about anything that's, that points back to any organization, you know, any, anything that's potentially sensitive because number one is, you know, we, we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable with it. And then number two is, you know, we want to make sure that everything is applicable uh, across the board. You know, we don't want anything to be specific to one, one organization or whatnot. So that's a couple of things we watch for, but yeah, we definitely try to look for the, the technical topics and the professional topics, but then also the human stories and, and the ways that people have, have navigated their careers. And, and hopefully all of that is going to be applicable to, to whoever's listening so they can, there'll be something that they can pull from it that, that might help them out. Definitely. Yeah. I think there, there's so much value in both the, the technical and the, and the personal stories that can, you know, really, really be of value to, to safety professionals throughout their careers. So Based on your experience and what you've learned, for those in safety and health who might be thinking about starting a podcast as an education tool, what what advice would you give them? Well, I think the first thing is just to get the hands around the the technical part of it. And so that's actually gotten easier. You know, as the years have gone on, the technology has become much more user-friendly. That's we, We were talking about that a little bit earlier offline is when I first started looking into this, it was in 2015. And um, I had thought to myself, you know, it would be fun to get together with a handful of other safety professionals and we can talk about the same thing, you know, different, different topics, different hazards, different current events. And that, that could be a fun thing to do. And then as I was, working on it we, we got it together and we recorded a couple episodes and I got them packaged up but then I quickly realized that at the time one of the only games in town was iTunes which is now Apple Music or Apple Podcast but back then you had to upload it and you had to enter uh, a lot of metadata and a lot of things and I as I was kind of tinkering with it I, I just couldn't find the time to really master it and so a couple of things came up in my personal life and I, I wasn't able to do it. So I, I thought, well, I'll re-engage with that later. And, and then, like I said, with the healthcare practice specialty, as we were talking about, you know, well, we should look into that. That's a good idea. You know, when Holly brought it up. So we, we went back to square one and we already knew how to record it. There's, we recorded it. Well, we record these with a conference call, which can be zoom or go to meeting or, any, any of those that have become very omnipresent since the pandemic, that, that's another thing, has become very user-friendly, especially in the last two years, uh, virtual meetings, and they're all recordable. So that's a good thing. But then there's also apps that are record a phone call. So we were using one of those. And then from there, we got it recorded. And then the first thing is I, I could put it into a audio editor, which is like GarageBand on Apple or even there's a free program called Audible that can be downloaded. And they're pretty simple to use. 
so you, you, you import the file and it, you know, it, it lays the file out visibly and then you can, you can make edits and you can put in intros and outros and whatnot. So we did that and I, I exported it out into an MP3 file or the other way is with, with the program that we use, which is anchor FM anchor, anchor.fm. You can import your file from your conversation, like your, your file that you exported from your zoom or your go-to and then Anchor will let you edit it inside their platform, so you can you can make the cuts and you can. They have pre-recorded music you can drop on the front and back or whatnot. So you can you can actually make it pretty fancy depending on what you want to do. And then from there you can upload it. So once you got your file, whether it's done on an external program or whether it's done inside the the podcast channel, then then you upload that into the podcast channel, which we use Anchor.fm but I know there's others out there. I'm, I'm not familiar with them all. I'm not saying Anchor is any kind of endorsement. It just happens to be the one we use. It's free, so I, we're not getting paid to say that. But uh, we, we put it in there, and then you know you enter your episode name and your description, and, and it goes up on your channel. And so it was really a big deal for us to figure out how to do that because I was, I was kind of thinking that was going to be our obstacle. But is actually our one of our first guests, uh, Dr. Bird. He's at Akron Children's. He's a physician there. And when we were talking offline after we recorded his episode, he said, "I heard about this thing called Anchor.fm. I heard it's free and you can upload podcasts." And and it worked out. So we've done that. So that covered the technical part of it. And that that's really the that's really the first big step is just getting it packaged up and getting it up up there for the world. Then the next thing is the content itself. You know, so like we were talking about earlier is, you know, find, uh, you know, relevant topics, things that are of interest, people that are willing to talk about it. And uh, again, the transparency is is important. So people know what they're going to be expected to talk about. And if there's any boundaries or anything off limits that can be covered so nobody feels like they've been violated or anything. Then from there, um, I always go back and listen to everything again, just to make sure that you know, we know what's in the episode and there's nothing that, that might be questionable. That That's one thing I, I've always been very grateful about, you know, is that we, we talked to our, our, our ASSP liaison and, you know, to make sure we are y'all, are y'all okay with us doing this? You know, is that we're, we're all on the same page. Right. And then we did a cup, we did an episode and I'm okay. Are you still okay with this? You know, and thankfully everybody's always been, been okay with it. So we just try to take all the proper precautions to make sure that everybody's comfortable with it. And then once we got that, then we, we have the content, then there's the advertising and that, that part, honestly, I'm still learning it. You know, the internet is such a, such an expansive thing. And I'm, you know, I'm, I I was a child of the seventies and eighties, you know, so I'm still learning that. But uh, once you got it up there, you know, everything has a hyperlink and then you can put it into social media and, so there's LinkedIn, there's Twitter, you know, all the different things. ASSP communities is a great tool. And so just finding the best ways to get it out there to people so they can find it. And then, then you can kind of see if people are listening to it and all the podcast channels have data you can look at to see when people are listening and, and who's listening and demographics and things so that we can kind of assess if there's an episode that's of a lot of, a lot of attention it's getting. And we can use that to develop a webinar or, or a different article for the healthy publication or some way to expand on it. 
in some cases, we've had episodes that are very, very popular, and we've done follow-ups, kind of like, kind of like they do sequels, you know, in Hollywood. We would do a part two on this one, and so we we've, we've done several like that, and um, it, that's worked out pretty well. So that's kind of the big things is the, the technical, just the recording and the packaging, then the the content, just making sure everybody's comfortable with the content, and then then the the advertising and the promotion and then expanding on the successes, you know, taking the stuff that's getting a lot of attention, the stuff that's popular and then creating ways people can get more information on that if they're interested. I think that's, those are some of the things we've learned at least, you know, in the, I guess, year and a month we've been doing it. So we're, we're just trying to, you know, trying to keep it, keep it going and keep it relevant. On that note, uh, if uh, if our listeners out there are interested in checking out the the Health Beat podcast, where uh, where can they find it? How can they listen? Where our our main location is at, on Anchor, which is uh, Anchor A N C H O R dot F M backslash A S S P dash H C P S dash Health Beat. Uh, Health Beat is of course H E A L T H B E A T. That's our main location. So if you go to that link, it has all the episodes and uh, all the descriptions and everything. But more recently, in the last, uh, let's see, I guess two months now, we are now up on Apple Podcasts. So if you have the Apple Podcasts app, like if you're an iPad or iPod user or iPhone user, you can go in there and just search NSSP Healthy and it'll come right up and you can follow, subscribe, you know, whatever the buttons are. And then it'll tell you every time we have a new episode come up and all that good stuff. And we're also on Spotify, which uh, to be honest, I'm not, uh, I'm not real familiar with Spotify, but I know people that use it every day. So we're on there. And then we are also on a couple of other channels that are listed on the anchor page. So there's a lot of places that can find us. Um, If you uh, Google, ASSB Healthy Podcast. It will more than likely come out there as well. Okay, great. Uh, any any final thoughts you would uh, like to share about podcasting uh, as uh, as we wrap up? You know, as always, we, we appreciate your interest and, and we certainly appreciate everybody that has been involved with it. We've had a, a, a lot of really great guests. And we've had physicians, we've had nurses, we've had safety professionals of all the practice specialty, well, not all of them, but a good amount of practice specialties and common interest groups. We've had people from other industries, with all, all kinds of really fantastic guests. And um, then, of course, you know, we have a great healthcare practice specialty advisory board. You know, they've been able to, to really kind of steer the, steer the development of what we're recording and, and all the different topics. And then then of course ASSP has been fantastic. You know, like I said a minute ago, just the the trust that they, you know, put in all of us to be willing to let us decide, you know, what's relevant to the career field and how we can best get that information out and and that we're gonna do that in a diligent, respectable way, you know, that that's really important to us that that they're willing to let us do that. And so you know, with all that, it's um, it, it's really a 
it's a good way to good way to get things out. It's a good way to, you know, to keep it conversational, you know, so it doesn't become it doesn't become an intensely formal. Not that that's a bad thing. You know, there's a time and a place. But uh, it's a good way to talk about these things in a way that's, you know, not quite so heavy. And it also, you know, lets people know that they're not the only one dealing with these challenges. You know, um, especially these days, you know, there's there's so many things out there that can that can be difficult for a safety professional. You know, we have a lot of these hazards. We have these emerging threats. We have uh, political issues. We have corporate issues. We have all kinds of things going on. So it's a good way to let people know that, you know, other people are also working on those same challenges and there's, there's something to be learned from them. And so um, if, if people want to listen, that's great. If they want to get involved, they're always welcome to contact us and we'll, we'll keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. I always hope that's something listeners take away from our, our show as well. As you said, there's so many challenges that safety professionals are, are facing. And, you know, we, this is our way to kind of help do our part to help them, help them address those challenges. And you, you're doing a, a fantastic job with your show. I really encourage everybody to check it out. Again, that's the uh, ASSP uh, Healthcare Practice Specialty Health Beat podcast. And uh, Corey told you, uh, uh, how, how you can listen. So uh, thank you so much again for coming on, Corey. Really uh, appreciate you uh, sharing your perspective. No, thank you. We appreciate your time and interest. We're always, always happy to talk. And you too. Time is running out to register for Safety 2022. Join us to gain top quality education from leaders in occupational safety and health. Network with thousands of other OSH professionals and learn about the latest product and service innovations in the field. The Safety 2022 Professional Development Conference and Exposition will take place June 27th through the 29th, both online and in person in Chicago, Illinois. Learn more and register at safety.assp.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Case for Safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at assp.org and follow us on Twitter at assp safety. We'll see you next time.